There are quite a few crises going on, you know. There's Puerto Rico, and you know, well, you know, I've done a great job, you know, and everything's amazing in Puerto Rico, and blah blah. You're listening to the podcast factory. Yes, greetings, everyone. This is Kabaka Pyramid from Kingston, Jamaica. I, I'm actually in the uh, beginning of making a, a song that's called Stop Touching My Belly, I'm Lactose Intolerant. When I was, you know, when I was a baby, I was really into just uh, doing weird pictures and I wanted to be an artist when I was a kid. I just want to be able to continue on doing what we're doing and have Metal Church get out there to get to the level where the band deserves to be, where Kurt Vanderhoof deserves to be, and the music that he's written. That, that's what I would like. But all you had to do was be able to make some noise and express yourself, and it was complete freedom, and there were no rules and no expectations. There was simply self-expression. Reach to the stars, uh, do the best you can. Put all your energy behind whatever you partake in life. Do the best, do it 100%. Hi everyone, welcome to What's Your Story, I'm David and in today's episode we have an interview with Alexander Cooper. We talk about his producing debut indie film called Parallel. Now Parallel is an erotic thriller where a couple meets a medium that can show their parallel. Needless to say their opposites are the bad versions of themselves or in this case the kinkier versions. You can check out our review about the film on our website. We discussed the different actors, actresses in the film. But first, the technical crew. That's where I'll shoot my picture. His name is Valerio Filardo, and uh, he was the cinematographer. So, the shot, the shots, and everything. You know, he did a good job. Chris Yardley, he was the chap who edited the film, because. I was looking for different editors to do it, and uh, ultimately it was a guy who... Do you know the guy who played Neil? So he was an actor yeah, called, called uh, David McGowan. He actually wrote the script, which I was very impressed with. Chris Yardley was the guy who ultimately ended up doing the final edit. It, it's not an easy thing to get a film finished, uh, I will say this. But um, Chris was a guy who, you know, David knew and he worked with David uh, and he finished the film. And I, I, I have to applaud him for it. I think he did a great job. You know, you can look back now and you can say, all oh, right, the sound isn't great. But actually the sound was a, was my fault because afterwards I had added some music that I had promised to certain people that would be in the film. Um, well, I, I take responsibility for, for things that didn't go right on the sound front because ultimately the thing, the thing that happened was that Chris, he did a great job on the edit and everything was there except the, the tracks that I wanted to go into the final film because uh, I, I talked to people and, and, you know, there was a guy called Jorg Lad or he, he refers in, to himself as Jorg Lad and... 
I really liked his music and I somehow wanted him to be in there. He, he wasn't there and I thought personally I needed to get him in there. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Dutch artist and I really like his music and the thing, it wouldn't have happened how I wanted it to happen if I hadn't intervened. So ultimately I, I put sort of various artists music in there but the, the mix was uneven. So, you know, on a Hollywood film, they would have, you know, they would have talked to me, probably said, you know, we've got the best artists mixing everything and, you know, talking about this. And it would have been totally even. Unfortunately, it just didn't happen. So anyway, that's what happened. Melissa Vesey, who acted in the film, she had some tracks that I wanted to, you know, be in the movie she's a lovely lady and if, if you'd like to interview her i'm sure she'd love to she's just a really nice person and um i wanted her music to be in the film so you know ultimately the mix yes it, i i admit myself it could have been much better but uh, i just didn't have the capabilities to to do that at the time The guy who played Neil, which is a guy called David McGowan, who, who is a very talented guy, and he writes, he's got a number of scripts that he's trying to get made, and, you know, I, I support him as far as I can. You know, I think I think he, he's a very talented guy, but um, himself, as part of me producing this, he wanted to play Neil. So I was like, well, okay, we'll do it. Um, and then... Roy, actually, I effectively I cast Roy because um, I was on. I used to do quite a lot of extra work on sets of big films, and um, I met um, the chap called Daniel Westwood. I met him on a film uh, in a changing room, and I thought, and I saw the guy, and I thought, oh, you look. There's something about you that I don't know. It it just he looked right for the part to me and I don't know in retrospect if he was right because we, we had we'd put the casting you know feelers out and there were other people who looked great but in the end of the day they for whatever reason couldn't do it and um, you know I met Daniel and he reminded me very much his looks anyway of a, of a famous actor called Tom Hardy you know, people can judge. Um, I, I don't know if, if he was the perfect one, but, you know, he's a great guy and I, I hope he does well. I'm putting together a special team. Before, like a day before we started shooting, okay, um, there was a lady who was supposed to play the part that Francesca Scro played, who was like, you know, Rihanna, you know, the sort of sexy, busty Italian. Originally, she was supposed to be this kind of like slim, you know, uh, blonde. And she dropped out, you know, she dropped out of the film and we had to cast someone else in that part. And actually, for me, that is a big improvement 
you know, for me, there's a, a huge contrast between her and uh, this kind of huge boobied uh, Italian um, sex pop. Now, Alexander is a huge fan of Dutch producers and he wanted to just highlight a few films that inspired him. So I looked at a film called Business is Business by Verhoeven, um, which I thought was a fantastic film. I haven't watched... Uh, there was another film that I was going to watch called Spetters, and uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, I watched, obviously, Robocop, a Total Recall. Basic Instinct, I really thought, was amazing, and I thought Showgirls was amazing. You have great tits. They're really beautiful. Thank you. I like nice tits. <laughs> I always have. How about you? I like having nice tits. You know, people don't, you know, it was one of these films which was kind of initially thrown away. They just thought, oh, oh this is this is just rubbish. But actually, it's to me it's a classic. I don't care what people say really, but I I think it's, it's amazing. Um and then there's things like Starship Troopers, uh, which I will say that I thought was initially going to be really load of crap. I I think I enjoyed it, but to me it was a kind of a lesser RoboCop. I I preferred the original, you know, because there were a lot of the messages coming through but I thought they were stronger in Robocop mm -hmm. and and then you know later on I actually still meet I, I saw Black Book um, but then I haven't seen uh, L and I haven't seen entertainment experience but what it, what I thought was that I just really I, I found him his unique vision of things he was able to say what you know what what your society is like and what is wrong with it what is dangerous about it i really liked and i, I guess i was too young to really see when i first saw it but i i a hundred percent understand that now um and it was still entertaining to watch So that's, you know, that's why I think he's great. It, it was one of these things that uh, made me think, you know, these Dutch directors have made interesting films that aren't, you know, like everyone else's, because that's the whole point, isn't it? We don't want to see, well, obviously, if something is terrible, we don't really want to see it, but it is just a very, very personal thing. And not everyone, you know... It, I will say this, David. I have had a review of Parallel, which is like zero, just zero, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I I really didn't feel very, very great about that. Um, I honestly didn't feel very good about getting a zero review. Um because it really means that someone apparently really didn't like what you did at all. Now at that point in the interview, uh, we started looking at other reviews about Parallel, 
Um, but I would like to pick up the conversation again uh, where we discuss if there is a possibility for a parallel too. If, if, if there is enough of an audience who want to see anything from me again, like, you know, if there is a parallel too, I have no idea. There could be, but at the moment we're so, we're very much under the radar because we're like an indie film, so, you know, not many people see us, but I would, I'd be very much inclined to direct Parallel 2 because it would just be much more simple and I could say, you know, right, we're going to do this and the crew would say, right, well, he's the director, so we'll listen to him. Um, it wouldn't be so much like, you know, he's the producer so he's paying the bills but i'll listen to the director if you get what i'm saying it was more because you know the writer as i mentioned um david mcgowan uh mm -hmm. quite quite often we were on um, <laughs> this is a phrase that's overused but you know the same page we had a different vision like i'm not saying we agreed on everything but um i'd initially read his script so i thought yeah I really liked his script, so I wanted to do his film, and it was because it it spoke to me in a in a certain way. So I was trying to support that. But then there were bits where we both thought we could do something pretty cool with, kind of like a David Cronenberg esque, um, you know, because we were both inspired by other other directors and other films. Because he's he's a big film fan david if you if you look he's actually um you know, he doesn't have much of a following david but um and i don't always agree with him but he is on facebook and he does give a lot of film reviews because he watches every single film that comes out which i don't but what i would say is that he was the kind of guy that he would not uh, he, he he had ideas and I had ideas as well when I saw the script and we, we thought, you know, we, we want to do these things. I, I don't have any regrets there at all. I, I wanted to give it a go. I, I'm not I'm not like Donald Trump. I'm not going to say that, you know, everyone loves my film and everyone who says my movie is, it. you know, if it's not good, I'm not going to say that their review is fake news because it's not, you know, not everyone is going to love this film. But I think, you know, ultimately from you, I got a positive-ish review. Maybe we should just credit you as a uh, an advisor on Parallel 2 if, if it ever happened. <laughs> you know, I really would love, I'm, I'm tearing my hair in a sense, I really, really want to do more. I would love to be making more movies, but right now, no one's saying, you know, you need alexander cooper to produce or you need him to direct or that that isn't happening so who knows ultimately it may be because you know you, you obviously you you're a great interviewer david i think you're the best i've uh, met so far for a lot of people david we will never have a, a normal chat because what is normal and and um, it, it's so abnormal that I'm able to have a nice conversation about, about, you know, ideas. So in that sense, it's not that normal. But on the other hand, what I would say is that, you, you know, you, you come across, to me anyway, as a kind of like a, a straightforward guy. You, you're sort of saying how, how it is. And 
to me anyway you've told me what could be improved and maybe i'm like i don't know i i think what everything you said i've listened to it and i i just accept and next time i ever make a film we need to talk about like because i don't know when i'm ever going to do that because it's quite you know it's quite an undertaking to make a film i th- i actually think that there are so many talented people who just don't get visibility you know they just they just don't know about getting seen i will be the greatest jobs president that god ever created i tell you that can you imagine if i was having a civilized conversation with donald trump it would just be like right well you know there's there are quite a few crises going on you know there's puerto rico and you know well, you know, I've done a great job, you know, and everything's amazing in Puerto Rico and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the whole thing is that he's always talking about himself. And so I'm trying to let people talk about their thing. And that's what I do. And if I have something to add, then I will, you know, but I don't. I would love to hear what, you know, President Trump felt like about, you know, parallel and you know what 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 does um melania think about parallel i think she's living it what she's living a parallel <laughs> yeah i think trump is the parallel <laughs> well, but aren't they all so, but, but honestly david david uh, the whole point of the movie honestly is that everyone is living a parallel okay she's living one but he is too right before we go on and i'm going to say a very honest thing is that i know you're the interviewer here but i think that either of us have a capability to become i'm not saying him but you know we are human i didn't get a lot of actor stuff so i i was uh, I was literally a, a kind of guy I stood I stood on a set I didn't move so I'm going to say for a di- one director there was a guy called Morton Tilden and I really thought that he did a cool film and his movie is called Headhunters it's a very sort of entertaining film it keeps you on the edge of your seat I didn't expect. You know when when things happen in a film you, you don't sometimes it's quite cool if things go another way and definitely with headhunters out you know that's what happened. So and I was I, I was literally an extra in his film. I didn't do anything. I was I was the side of his film. But I, I talked to the guy and I thought he was he did a great job. And uh, there's a thing where he's in the main chat in Headhunters. He's trying to escape. This guy's chasing him, and he has to jump into a toilet. It's just he jumps into sewage, and he's well, he's just breathing through a piece of toilet roll, and, and that's, that's how he survived. And it's fucking horrendous for the guy. It's just, like. He does what he has to do. 
to survive and and that's what he does and it, i don't know to me it was a very memorable scene holy shit balls no i i really appreciate your time um you're welcome i had a great i had a great time talking to you and uh, i very much hope that we can talk again uh, when you have the time yeah of course so far our chat with Alexander, be sure to check out the film Parallel at Amazon. Now for all you listeners out there, just give us a like on Facebook, What's Your Story, on Twitter, on Instagram, wherever you can find us and if you know some interesting people that want to share their story, just give us a shout at info at whatsyourstory.be. Goodbye everyone.